Happy Labor Day 2022. Welcome back to another episode of Synced with yours truly, Brandon. Today's going to be a good one. Short and sweet, but efficient. And we're going to talk about staying focused. Focused. That's a word I'm sure you've been hearing about since the dawn of your baptism into education or or whatever. And it's a it's a simple word, yet extremely profound. And it's something that we all need in all capacities. So my de- leaders, my developing leaders, my lay person, whoever you are, you're going to need this attribute. And I think this one here is going to be um, something that everyone will be able to utilize. And I, I'm still utilizing it myself, learning to harness that. So with that said, Let's begin to approach this and uh, true to form, start with our definition. You guys know how it works. Uh, Rinse, repeat on that. So let's define focus. By definition, it is the center of interest or activity or to pay particular attention to something. I'm going to read that again. The center of interest or activity to pay particular attention to something. So it's the center of your activity. It's paying a particular degree of interest to something. So taking that definition, I'm going to streamline, I'm going to synthesize that. What I want you to do is take the word focus and think stare. That's right. That's simple. To focus means you are staring at something. When something gets your attention, what do you do? You stare. So the simplest way to think about focus is you are staring at it like Cyclops, one eye, one beam, and it's going directly at something. You're staring it down. So keep the staring idea in your mind when you think about focus. It's, it's tunnel vision. It's streamlined. It's linear. You are homed in on something. It's under a microscope. That's what it means to be focused, to be in a state of focus. You're staring at something, and then by, therefore, by virtue, you're paying particular interest to something that you know is important great now you're focused so now you're asking yourself once you're focused here's the million dollar question how do i stay there because we all experience it we all lose focus at some point there's always something that goes on internally externally something there's always factors there to take us away from our focus so you should be asking yourself how do i get it and then how do i stay there once I've got an emotion, okay, I'm focused, but if something's going to come up, <laughs> something out there is going to try to break my focus. And once my focus is broken, now I've lost that, that, uh, that direction there. So how do I keep it there? So here's one simple habit. There's lots of ways to do it, but here's one simple habit you can form, and it's very powerful, and it will help you keep your eye on the prize, keep your eye on the, on the carrot, all right? Here it is, self-questioning. self questioning so what do i mean by that this is what i mean when you're focused on something therefore you are carrying something out you see you're going in a certain direction you're carrying out an activity self-questioning has to play a role why do you do this when do you do this you do this in a way where you ask yourself does the action i'm undertaking reinforce the thing i'm targeting Yes, that's simple. Ask yourself that simple question. Does what I'm doing, the action I'm getting ready to undertake, does it reinforce the thing I'm targeting? Why is that so important? Because you're staying focused. So if you're focusing on something, you need actions that's conducive to keeping that thing strong, consolidated and in order. 
it has to strengthen it in some way. So be, so therefore, if you begin to take actions that deviates from that, that detracts from that purpose, from that target, you're no longer focused. Your eyes not on the right thing because now your actions aren't lining up. And so that's one simple, profound thing that you must do. You must be able to self question and becomes a check and balance. It's a check and balance that it's a inward alarm to let you know, okay, I checked this, does it even out? I'm moving that scale over and this thing should come out 50-50. If it lines up, we're good to go. If it's a little too far north, let's bring it south. If it's too far south, let's bring it up north. There's your inward check and balance. That habit alone will eliminate so many different times you could possibly lose track of the main thing. And that's the goal in life. Anything important you do, ultimately you want to keep the main thing, the main thing, right? That's what it means to be a focused person. You have not lost sight of that. So what do you call this? What's the simplest word to summarize this self-questioning that you're doing? It's called introspection. What is introspection? It's the examination of of one's own mental and emotional processes. So you're doing like an inventory. You're checking out where your emotions are. You're checking out where your mind is. You're examining it to make sure, hmm, does this thought, this thing I'm getting ready to do, is it reinforcing the thing I'm focusing on? Introspection. And it's wonderful because it's something you can do at any point in time. In the morning, midday, before you go to bed, it takes but a couple minutes to just lean back for a second, stay in the present moment. Don't think about things you have to do. Don't think about the past, but just ask yourself, hmm, get to give it a good ponder. Does this reinforce the goal? Yes or no? You'll know. Trust me, it's not a difficult thing to figure out. But just asking yourself, doing that little check and balance, doing that little self-critique, that self-analysis, that's going to help you keep yourself in order. That's going to help you weather those things on the outside to try to take you from that purpose. This is going to help you develop that inward alarm, that inward switchboard. When information comes in, you can filter it out, separate the hay from the sticks, the chaff from the wheat and use the pieces that you need. It's like, aha, that's what I want. I need those pieces. I don't need those, those other pieces. This is going to help bring the main thing to pass. It's a powerful habit. And that and that's why these habits are good, because they're very simple. They're easy to execute, but they have a huge amount of utility. The impact they have on your decision making and your thought process and therefore your outcomes is tremendous just by asking yourself, am I doing the right thing here? Am I keeping this thing reinforced, adding the right type of coloring to it? That's what you have to do. So another example, um, this one here is for my uh, my gamers out there. You know, I, I was a video gamer growing up. You know, I'm a 90s kid born in the 80s. So video games is a thing. So there's something called an RPG, which is a role playing game. And so you have this character who's your main character. He's a protagonist and he goes out into his entire world. And there's a certain mission he has to accomplish. It could be anything. You know, he could be trying to, uh, you know, stop a terrorist attack anywhere from that to trying to save the princess. Choose either one. <laughs> but the main thing is here is he has certain tools as, as it, at his disposal. You open, you press a button, boom, opens up his inventory, and now he has all the things he needs to get his mission done. So throughout the game, what happens is he'll have to use some of those tools. So his rations might decrease, his bullets may decrease, his bow and arrow may decrease. You know, his uh, shield may wear, may uh, begin to wear down. And so now he has to go in there and bring these things back up to full capacity. 
Why is that important? Because in order for him to achieve his goal, he has to make sure the actions he's taking is going to help him achieve that. So there's inventory management. Do I need to go out into the field to collect the stuff I need? These actions I'm taking, will it help me ultimately to achieve my goal? Well, in this scenario, the answer is yes. He needs certain tools to get across that finish line. Therefore, in order to stay focused, hmm, if things seem to be a little bit off track, hold on, my tools are, are, get, are getting low, my rations are getting low, let me go out and collect that because that's going to help me ultimately get to my destination. Very simple. All that is demonstrating is doing things that you know benefit the main thing. Me keeping my health, still using our video game analogy, my health bar to maximum helps me stay alive to do the main thing. Me keeping plenty of bullets in my inventory is beneficial because I'll need that to help me to do the main, to do the main thing. I'm going back and checking to make sure everything is there that helps me achieve the main thing. The main thing stays the main thing. So anything around you or that you possess that decreases, that can have a negative impact on the main thing, you want to bring it back up. That's one simple example of taking actions that keep, that keep you aligned with the right thing. All your actions have to reinforce that target, reinforce yourself toward what you're going for, what you're staring at. You see how that works? So that that's my that's my nerd. I'm coming to back to life again. <laughs> Gotta own it. But uh let's look at this another way. Let's let's use a more practical example. No, another real world example. We'll take myself here for example. So uh my, my main career is uh I'm in a brokering area, insurance brokering. So that's my main career, right? So but when I first started out, I was trying to get to the point where I was a senior broker. And that's essentially, that's the person who negotiates all the deals for to keep things simple. That's the main thing you're doing. But I, could, I didn't start out there. I had to somehow figure out a way to get there. So in terms of my focus, my focus was getting to the point in my career where I could be the primary broker. So now, since that's the thing I'm going for, to stay focused on that goal, I must do a personal inventory to make sure all the actions I undertake is going to help me propel toward that goal. So one of the things I had to do was become an underwriter. That's something I had never done before. And the key thing about underwriting is it teaches you the logic of how insurance policies are put together. I didn't have that. And so I found myself in my career trying to reverse engineer the things I was reading because I didn't quite understand the ins and outs, the analysis that went into the insurance policy I was reading. So I thought to myself, hmm, once again, introspection, I'm taking a moment to think about the action I'm getting ready to take and then ask myself, does this help me stay focused on my goal, focused on the main thing? Boom. The answer is yes. Let me go ahead, make a lateral move underwrite for one to two years until I finally gain that that knowledge. So I learn how to think and gain that technical knowledge I need, which will help me become a senior broker, which is the thing I'm focusing on. Something that simple, such as a career move, once again, using introspection. And here's a key thing is I didn't want to be an underwriter. <laughs> it was the last thing that I wanted to do. And if it had most people ask me, I thought, oh, no, I'm not underwriting. It sounds boring. It sounds like, oh, da, da, da. but then an offer came and I had to really think about that. I had to speak to a couple people, say, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I had to take that information in and really think it through. Once again, a check and balance. Is this something I should do? 
And the answer, after weighing it all out, came out to be yes. Ended up being one of the best decisions I could have made too. So that's a powerful thing about introspection. That's a powerful thing about that check and balance, that self-questioning. It really does help you fine tune those decisions. And sometimes you can think you have it right. A little patience and a little time is always a good thing. You don't lose by being patient. Keep that in mind. That's why introspection is so important because you have to take the time to really think the thing through. It requires a little bit of patience. Haste leads to waste. So nothing is lost by taking a moment to just sit back, be patient and wait and make sure you got it right. Make sure line is upon line, precept upon precept. Okay, I got it. I'm about to carry this thing out. It's worth the extra moment you take just to get it right. Because that's the thing about speaking or thing about taking action. Sometimes you can say something or do something and it's not retractable. And that sucks. We've all been there. We've all done things. We think to ourselves, man, why did I say that? I should have just waited or I shouldn't have just reacted. Man, why did I do that? Had I just held off? I would have just, if I knew this was going to be outcome, I wouldn't have done that. We've all experienced it. And that's the worst. That which is done cannot be undone. There are certain things we just can't take back. So we can minimize that effect. We can downsize it by just taking a quick moment and do a quick inventory check. Is this moving me toward the right thing? Is this the right move? And so now as you keep doing this, rinse and repeat, you start to find your footing. You start to find a rhythm because that's what life is about. It's just a series of decisions. (laughs) The main thing that separates one person from the next is just a decision that they made. So we want to get the right ones, especially when it comes to staying focused on what we need to stay focused on. It's a series of decisions. No one gets from point A to point B overnight. No one teleports past that finish line. A series of decisions will precede it until you get there. And so to help you make the right one, self-questioning. Introspection. Let me bring out my magnifying glass. Let me look at this thing down to the cellular level. If this thing adds up, boom, okay, I think we're going to be okay. We should move on this. That's how it works. So you can see once this habit is, 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 is really perfected and it's really in you, it becomes a reminder to do a self balance and a self check. It's a constant reminder and it's a reminder of the main thing. It's a reminder of what you're staying focused on. That's that's really the inner workings of staying focused. It's 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 preceded. It's backed up by just reminders, constant reminders. So this self-check, all is, in its essence, what it's doing is it's rem- helping to remind you of what you should be focused on. That's why you question it. It's reminding you to keep focused on the right thing. I'm going to keep throwing that word out there because it, it helps reinforce it. You're staying focused. So reminding, constantly having a reminder, that's, this is an internal reminder by using introspection. And there's external reminders too. You could have a mentor, someone there who helps keep you accountable. You know what? My mentor says to do this. Why? They're reminding you of things that you're supposed to do, reminding you of things you know you have to stay on top of that you can't let go of. It's reminding you of that. It could be something even simple as a certain TV show that you really like that has a certain theme to it. And it just reminds you of something that you have to stay focused on. Or you can do something like journaling. I have a few friends who do that. I've been hearing a lot about journaling, just writing down the things that you need to do, making a task list and then checking them off as you do it. 
It's a reminder of what you got to focus on continuously. I even do it for work. You know, I, I get it. We live in, uh, you know, the 20, uh, you know, 20, 21st century, whatever. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I, and we have all this technology and I, I still to this day, I'll just take a, a, no, a notepad and I write down all the things I got to do the next day as a reminder of what I got to focus on on my task list because I work in a very um, time driven type of uh, type of profession. So I got to stay focused. So things like that. But what was happening is it's a windmill. We all we all know what a windmill is. It's a windmill and it's churning that reminder every time that water, every time that thing hits the water and comes back up. It's constantly reminding you continuously of what you said you would do, of what you said you would focus on, on the goal you said would achieve. It's staying focused. And remember, to focus is to stare. So this is helping you to stare at the thing that you said you would stare at. You are now focused and it's powerful because it becomes like a zone. We hear about, you know, athletes and experience this thing called the zone where it's almost like they don't see anything but themselves and the basket. Nothing but themselves and that goalpost. Everything else seems to get blocked out. Time seems to slow down. And before you know it, they're so focused on getting that goal, scoring that point. Everything else becomes mute. They're in the zone. That's an actual psychological phenomenon. But the, but it's a great demonstration because it shows the power of focus. Where it can be hyper energized to the level of blocking out all stimulus and all you see is what you're about to do and you can't be shaken out of it. And that's how you know you're focused. And it's powerful. It's very powerful and very needed because that's simply it's it's how our mind works. You see, as as human beings, I'm going to a little bit of psychology here as well. Um, we're designed to follow our most dominant thought. So if you find yourself doing something good or positive, whatever the case may be, you'll notice it's a dominant thought. We're constantly moving in those dominant thoughts. And so you got to keep the right things at the forefront to make sure you're moving in that right direction. And that's what focus is. When you choose to be focused, you're choosing to make that particular thing the most dominant thought. And if we're talking about the thought life, as we all know, we can we can swap out any item in that spot, positive or negative. We've seen the effects. We personally all know the effects of when we think about something or are constantly staring at something that's negative. It has a negative impact on us. You know, it, it, res it results in fear, anxiety, apprehension, overreaction, uh, you know, uh, you know, stress It has these negative impacts on us because it's the most dominant thought. And that will produce fear. And as we know, fear does not help. It will cloud the mind, clouds the thinking. It will paint pictures. It will create storylines that aren't even true because fear and I'm talking about. Uh, irrational fears. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about reverential fear. You know, if a lion walked up, okay, you should be concerned. It's a lion. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a healthy fear. I'm talking about irrational fears. It will cause irrational decision making. And so remember, so th that's kind of key thing you want to take away from here. Keeping the most dominant thought in front of you. That's what it means to be focused. And it is supported by introspection. And we've already outlined what that is. Self-questioning. Does this action, does this thought reinforce the thing I know I want to do? Rinse and repeat. You keep rinsing and repeating. It becomes a habit. Once it becomes a habit, it's now a constant reminder. And once the reminder is in place before you know it, you got a built-in mechanism, a fail-safe in your mind 
that will make sure you stay focused. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. So I'm going to stop right there because I want I want to keep this one short and sweet, something you can just digest and begin to apply small or great. Doesn't matter how it doesn't matter the scale, uh, you know, of the of your of your goal. It doesn't matter. This is something that you can start with the simplest things and then carve it out, build it up to something and then begin to extrapolate it and apply it towards higher level goals. But it's something we all have to do. It doesn't matter what you have going on in your life. Focus is something that is it's a it's an imperative attribute of life, because as I like to say, life is a type of activity. You're doing things. You're trying to accomplish things. You're engaging in things. Therefore, life inherently has purpose. An activity has a certain type of goal to it. Therefore, there's a goal. There's a purpose. We can't separate life from purpose. It has a purpose. Conversation for another day.